<laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Blueprints broadcast. My name is Jay Cruz. I'm Austin Tokar. And man, I so somebody was talking to me about bodybuilding because I've you know, been doing it recently, just a little bit. And he was like, "Hey, how are you going with that bodybuilding thing?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, you know, he's he's been dieting and stuff, but hasn't gotten yeah. to the weight part yet. He's just been following macros. You know what's funny though? Is when people think about oh the bodybuilding thing, they get to think it's more serious than just like you know lifestyle habits. Yeah, it's all the same. It's just weightlifting and lifestyle habits. That's all bodybuilding is. Yeah, bodybuilding is just lifting a specific way rather than just like going in the gym and just kind of randomly just picking up weights and doing things. Yeah, and then eating for a specific result. Like, hey, I'm eating specifically so I have enough energy to do this, and then once I um, have enough energy to do that. The rest of the food is to build this. Like it's 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 very specific. But hey, you know what's crazy though? Hmm. It, it's just this the conception that people have about bodybuilding. Like, so Faith was at work. She has another coworker. I don't know if he works out or not. But like, <laughs> as soon as Faith says she works out, like, I mean, everyone knows that at her job. But as soon as he found out she works out, he's like, "You're a bodybuilder. I've never seen one before. A girl bodybuilder." And Faith's just like. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Just working out, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, because I mean, I have these friends, uh, a friend of mine that keeps inviting me to go work out with them. They yeah. work out at five o'clock in the morning yeah. and they do like CrossFit stuff. And I'm like, I'm not the the body style that you end up having by doing CrossFit. I'm just I just don't want that. Yeah. And they, you know, they go out at five o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm not waking up that early to that run, run for a mile do a bunch of Metcons and then run again for a mile. And then like, yeah, bro, let's get, let's hug it out, man. We, <laughs> we just worked out. Nah. That's, I, I like, I love community. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I love community when working out, but like, I'm not about like the beating myself up and at 5am too. Like I, I only ever trained at five, 4am when I had to. Yeah. If you don't have to, like that's probably one of the worst times to train. Yeah. Think about it. Like resistance train. Oh yeah. Cardio is fine. Like that's cool. Wake yourself up, get the adrenaline going. Or something weird in there, yeah, <laughs> um, but wait, wait till later in the day when your body warms up a little bit more before you start lifting weights. You know, well, not even that. I need some food in me. Like yeah. I can't work out with like at least at least one good meal in me. I would prefer two because you got one now that's in you, and then you got the second one that you eat that's gonna fuel your workout a little bit. Yeah, but like man, if I if I work out fasted like when I used to do keto. The first couple times I did it, man, I was just like, what am I, why am I doing this to myself? This is you get lightheaded. You don't feel that strong at first. You have to wait for your body to adapt to it. And then you're just kind of like, you, you'll get some instances where your blood sugar just drops. Yeah. Like really quick. Yeah. I hated that feeling, man. What was I saying? We were talking about your buddy. Uh, oh, yeah. And just what it takes to, like, we just talked about the eating part, eating aspect of it. And it gets so, like, mundane. Yeah. But. The only reason why I can keep doing it is because I know what the results I'm trying to get. So yeah. like, I'm like, oh, I got to eat chicken and rice and veggies and that's it. And because I know what, it, it, you know, also, honestly, it's just easier. Yeah. Like when you give yourself too many options to eat, then you're just kind of like, oh, I don't know what I need to eat. Oh, how much do I need to eat of this? Because something that most people that are serious about it try to do is they weigh out their food and weighing the food initially it seems like annoying but then when you see the results that you get and then you you just the consistency and you know exactly what you're going to eat and all that stuff it actually makes life easier when yeah. you know what you're going to eat you know how much of it you're going to eat um, it's just inconvenient to stop whatever you're doing and eat so let's, four put, or five in, times. let's put it into context 
because you can do the the fit your macros deal and that will get you results <laughs> um which <laughs> Like when I say if it fits your macros, I'm not talking about like having pop tarts and ramen. You remember that one guy that used to post that stuff from the Asian guy, Filipino guy? Um, he used to have like Matt Ogus. No, 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 no. Um, the I'll, online I'll trainer. No, no, no. Well, he used to do some or the stuff online coach? too. He used to do some stuff too. But there's another Filipino guy. I'll show you later. He's a calisthenics guy mostly. Um, he lives in Canada. He gets, gets high every day. Oh, okay. No. But because uh, uh, I sent you guys a few things there, but that dude would just eat like whatever he could in the day. It didn't matter guess he could work, use it but anyways you can have almost whatever you want you you just want to make sure your base micronutrient panels is intact and obviously you're hitting your macros consistently yeah your, your ma- macronutrient intake um but it's just so much easier when you have things intact you understand and know what you're going to have for the day and then sort of like a meal plan because you don't have to think about it. You 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 basically got rid of the thought process. Because yeah. we have to think about so much throughout the day anyway. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to try to think about every single meal? And I think that's where people do get food focused. Mm. Is because they're like, what's my next meal? What am I going to have? Oh, yeah. And you start thinking about that literally right after you eat that first meal. <laughs> You're like, all right, what's my next meal? I'm going to put that in right now. That's, I think that's the part of if it fits your macros where people get obsessive. Yeah, I, I am in the food, of, the food of thought or the strain of thought that better ingredients equals better pizza you know like yep. papa john's yeah so if i eat better foods i'm gonna get better results yep. like yeah you can do if it fits your macros and eat you know random stuff and then but you still gotta at the end of the day you still gotta force in all your protein and yep. so what people end up doing is oh i could just drink 100 grams of protein shake right now Gross. And, and get my macros but like you can only use i think it's like 50 grams at one time and your body has to at least start processing it before you can put more protein in it you can put however much you want your body will digest it but it's the quality of the um, digestion process yeah that's that's the worry there because like you could just crap it out you know <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying so like you don't give your body an opportunity to like absorb all of it like it'll just it'll, it'll process it all yeah. but not necessarily absorb it all and that's why i'm like well if i eat chicken at least my body is processing it. It takes longer to process, so you can actually absorb it. Whereas if, like a, pr- a protein shake, you could drink it and it goes right out, right out because it's mostly in liquid form. Well, it just digests faster. Yeah. That part. But if you're having a big bolus of stuff, like when, I, well, at least when I used to intermittent fasting, you would have so many. Let's say like two thousand or so calories. Now your body's in a state where it can process things uh, much better because. Um, you you basically just haven't used it all day, right? Yeah, the track is completely open. Yeah, exactly. So you can you can have that big bowls of food, but it, it's still up to the individual um, how their body reacts to how much food um, that it can handle. So like, so for some people they can have those four, five, and six meals. Some people can have one or two big meals throughout the day, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. But like everyone's gonna be different with that. But like when you have so much protein at once, um, it it gets very difficult to digest, digest appropriately. Yeah. And that's the other thing, though, too, is that it's a supplement. So what you want to do is get your food in and then for what you can't get. That's what a supplement is for. It's for like when you can't get. So like what I'll do, um, I'll drink the protein shake along with a meal so that I'm getting it, you know, like especially if the meal is like low in protein, I can't eat anymore, but I can drink more. Yeah. So that's how I get like the extra protein. But I don't do it as like a main like, oh. I could just drink a hundred grams of protein yeah. a day and I got, you know, half of my protein for the day. No, it's, you got, you, you do that, but you'll, you have diarrhea, bro. Yeah. Your results aren't going to be as good. Yeah. I, like I remember I used to, 
to get my allocated amount of protein, I would have to have like five protein shakes a day. Just sucked. Like at a certain point, my body could only handle so much and I would start bloating and gassy. You start seeing those things pop up after a little bit. Yeah. What were you eating? Like 300 plus? 360, almost 400 grams Mm. of protein. I mean, it's cool. Like I was digesting it well at first, but you know, what was weird. As soon as I got COVID, my digestion just went to crap. Excuse me. It's a PG podcaster. But um, it was weird because I, I completely dropped out what I was eating. Like I was like, all right, I can only have what I can have. So soups, crackers, whatever it was, not hard proteins. And then as soon as I was back to like 80 to 100% right around there, I started having my regular meal plan after I you know grew back into it and just wasn't processing anything the same. I was watching this uh this post and this guy, I don't know where he was from. Wasn't it, wasn't it in shape at all, but he is, you know, professed nutritionist. And he's like, did you know that if you drink protein shakes, it doesn't digest for seven years? And like, I'm like, I think, I, I think I've seen that one. <laughs> I think you're confusing that with gum and gum doesn't even do <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Bro, people say the wildest things, especially like on TikTok. Like I'll, I'll show you a few, few videos later, but people would just say the wildest things. Like uh, there's this black dude on there. Um, he used to be like a pro bodybuilder. But it'll say, don't have protein shakes. Your body just doesn't digest it. Have eggs. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, well, where do those two come to play? You know? I'll just crack it up. I was like, this guy just said some wild stuff. Says something about not having fruit either because uh, you don't digest fructose appropriately. Like, what? Yeah. Anything that's natural and it's one ingredient, bro, like, there's nothing that I'm going to say, don't eat that. Yeah. Like, if it's the actual, like, base ingredient... I wouldn't like there's maybe the only thing I would say is um, like soy, yeah. like soybeans. Probably don't eat a bunch of that because well, even the, that's fine. You know, through different studies that just came out. Yeah. But you probably don't want to have like, I only have soy. You know yeah. I mean? You don't want it to be soy everything because for guys, it's not, well, anybody, it's just, it just produces too much estrogen. So it just, you know. this just reminds me, it brings me back to all, this, to all these, uh, you know, far leaning people into certain directions like Paul Celadino and the carnivore thing. Oh, I used to listen to stuff all the time and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is good. This is good stuff. Right. And then I started listening more and more. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. What are you talking about, bro? And then you realize this guy's cherry picking everything he says. I'm like, man, I can't believe I followed that. Yeah. The flavor of the day. Like, oh, this, this, is, this sounds good. This is, uh, this is, this is catchy. Somebody will like this. He said something about oatmeal and I was like, that's not true at all. I'm, like, I'm done. Yeah. I, I stopped listening to people when that kind of stuff happens. But um, when my friend asked me that, he then he asked me, he's like, hey, like, how do you like, how do you stay disciplined? Like, I need more discipline. Like, how how do I how do I get it? And then I started thinking, like, well, how like, man. I, you can't just tell somebody, hey, just be more disciplined. Yeah, like, that's my first thing. My first thought. So when you think of discipline, like, what do you what would your suggestions be when somebody says, hey, like, I don't have your discipline. What do I do? Well, you can't tell them be more disciplined, but uh, the person who's asking you probably needs some steps, right? Yeah. Because the, the key is to start with having discipline. <laughs> That's the easiest thing, right? So you start with a little thing and then work up to big things. It's like goals. You start with little goals that works up into bigger goals. So when you're first starting out, you just got to follow what you, you say you're going to do, right? At first, like we were talking about what Tristan brought up earlier when he said he was. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was going to make desserts for everybody. And I thought about it, but then something came up. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, our, 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 what we told him was because he said, yeah, I wanted to do this, but I didn't. Hey, don't tell yeah, don't anybody tell what you're going to do. Yeah. 
if you, especially if you're not going to do it, yeah. just do the thing because then no one's let down or no one has this expectation. If you tell somebody, Ooh, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds this year and then you don't do it. All you do is let them down. Yeah. But if you just go out and do it and you only lost 50, yeah. now they're like, Oh man, great job. But if you tell them you lose a hundred and you only lose like 25, they're like, dang, you, re- you re- didn't even yeah. do what you said you were going to do. Or it's just even the expectation of losing weight. Like if you don't tell anyone you're going to lose weight, they're not going to expect it of you. So they're always expecting you to be, you know, you know, Where fat, you're at. fat and jolly. Right. But if you lose it, they're like, oh, what the heck happened to you, man? That's crazy. Can, can you teach me a thing or two? Yeah. Right. So like in Tristan's case, it's like just, hey, just bake something, just create something. And then people are going to like you because you made something out of the goodness of your heart. Yeah. Rather than telling people you're going to make it, you know, in, in some fashion, some people are seeking glory in that. Like, mm. I'm going to do this for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to do yeah. it and I did it. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> like, don't be attention seeking with it. Just, you know. Bring it yeah. out. But bringing it back to the uh, discipline, it's it's like you got to start with the small things. Do, whatever you say you're going to do, j- just do that. Like this, you say you're going to go to the gym, you start going to the gym. Like don't even say like, I'm going to go to five days, I'm going to go six days. Don't say that. Do what you know you're going to do. So like two to three times, set a standard like, okay, these are the minimum amount of days I can make it to the gym. So let me hit that minimum. And then once I consistently hit that minimum, I can push it a little bit more. And it doesn't even have to be working out. This is why I tell people who who first start getting in the gym, just get into the environment. Because when you get once you get into the environment, you start changing your environment um, altogether. It's like you're used to going here, but instead of going to that place now, you come to the gym. Now you used to go to the bar for that half hour, that hour, but you come to the gym. You might sit down in the gym, you might talk to people, but you're still in the gym environment. Hmm. And eventually you're like, all right, maybe I'll throw in a workout here and there. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's just a sl- slow rolling build of you know, disciplinary actions. You you do what you say you're going to do and eventually it becomes habits. And then after that, I think it, then it becomes a, a discipline in itself. Mm. It's like, I know I'm going to go here and no matter what, I'm just going to do it. It's a habit now. Um, I've disciplined myself into this habit. Mm. You said, um, just have more discipline. Um, I get that. Like I hear that. And, I, and, I, and only because you and I are built that way. Like, oh, yeah. just do this. You know, like it's not like, um, the Nike ad, Hey, just do it. And you can do it. Cause some people have to have it. I think, um, the saying goes for this the same way. Um, you have to have money to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, some people have to have discipline to ha- to, or learn or have discipline to have more discipline. You can't just have something you don't have. Like, like, Hey, if you could, you'd have more money to spend if you just had money. Okay. Well, I got to learn how to make money yeah, yeah. to make money. So I think some people, uh, so Corbin yesterday, like he's, he's always talking to me about, Hey, how do I play basketball or how do I shoot? I don't know how to shoot well. And so yesterday I spent, I think it was like an hour with him learning how to shoot and he was doing different things that he had learned that were wrong. And so he wasn't enjoying the process because he didn't know. Yeah. He didn't know how to shoot. So then I taught him how to shoot and told him the mechanics to shoot. And literally within an hour, anything within the key, he was making like 90% of his shots swishes. Like no joke, no lie. And then because he knew the mechanics, when he messed up, he knew, oh, I can't do that. So one of the things he was doing was he was shooting, but he was pushing the ball. So I was like, okay, you can't push the ball. It has to be a lever and it has to be more of a catapult. You have to launch it. And then, you know, the intricacies, okay, make sure it comes off your fingertips. Okay, now it's coming off your fingertips. Mm -hmm. Okay, now make sure it's coming off of, you know, the two middle fingers, the two middle fingers. And then the next step of, okay, he would, when he would shoot, he would almost dab. So he would shoot like this and then this hand would go across like this. So I was like, 
hey, if you can't see the goal when you go like this, you can't identify where your right hand was and understand that connects with you making the basket. So when you shoot like that and you block it and you make it, you don't connect what hand movement on your right hand did that. So what you need to do is use your left hand and follow through with the ball and go, and go straight so you can continue to see the, your goal. Well, he started doing that. And then once he consistently, once he learned that he could do it, now I guarantee you later on today, tomorrow, he's going to be, he's going to have the discipline to go out and, oh, I understand how to do this. And he's going to be disciplined enough to keep doing it because he has a little bit of success and understands how to do it. So like what you just said, someone doesn't know how to get disciplined going to the gym. Well, you just gave them, okay, I just need to go to the environment. Okay. Yeah. So they got step one. Now that I'm in the environment, okay, now I've, I've created a discipline just to show up there. I'm not working out yet. I just have a discipline to show up. Now I realize every single time I come here, I'm just wasting my time. So I might as well start lifting some weights yeah. and then they gain a little bit, a little bit more. My next step with him will probably be, um, you know, hey, dribbling the ball and coming from a dribbling and then doing the shot. Because right now it's just spot shooting. Yeah. So there's just to get better. He's going to slowly incremental incrementally do something a little bit more extreme to get to that larger disciplinary, you know, action. I think the, the big part of discipline itself is to do how you said to do it on there, too. It's not just like doing it right at first. It's just doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you just get into the environment. Just do whatever needs be done at first then you start doing the intricate stuff and the ability to keep to the intricate stuff is where that discipline is built right because you can you can you can still do the same thing every day you can still shoot but it's a matter of like getting the actual um how would you say it the form keeping Mm -hmm. the form the entire time when you're shooting i think that that in itself is going to be what where discipline is uh built I think another thing that happens and people lose like inspiration to do something um, and to be dedicated to something is because they don't have like an idea of where they're going. Okay. So now I'm going to go to the gym. I'm disciplined to get here. And then now they're there and they're doing stuff, but they don't know what they're doing yet. And maybe they're there for, for two, three months straight. <clears throat> this is what happens every year. Actually, it's going to happen next month. Guaranteed. People are going to buy gym memberships. They're going to go to the gym. They're going to be hardcore for maybe a week yeah. But they do too much and they're like, oh, I'm too tired to go back to the gym. Like yeah. I've, I'm too sore because they didn't have any guidance or maybe they even go for two months. But guaranteed, like this is what gyms, I'm sorry, gyms, but I'm gonna give your secret away. Their hope and their secret is they get all these gym memberships in January and their hope is that nobody shows up the rest of the year. Like don't show up. And then like someplace like Planet Fitness, I don't know whether every Planet Fitness does this, but their whole model is sh- shell, sell cheap plans to people that won't come yeah so but they have a genius business model like, oh no they, it, that's probably the best best gym as far as like it's how great well the, the owners are doing <laughs> yeah because it's like hey you're not upset about losing ten dollars a month or yeah. whatever it is it's just low enough where you're like yeah whatever but i'll i'll, I'll go if i could just go once i paid for it you yeah, know exactly. i'm good so they get people that will go like once a month or not at all and keep paying the ten dollars so that just so they can say hey i have a gym membership <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that's it but that's the whole goal but then once somebody has a goal so you have to have a goal so my goal like honestly i've had this gym for um you know an actual like legit gym and i thought oh because i have it and i spent all this money i have to be in here every day and i was in there six days a week 
and just kind of just, you know, I had a plan and I was going through it, but I didn't have a goal other than just let me work out. Yeah. And so now that I'm on this bodybuilding plan, dude, like my, my, my dedication and my discipline to get in there is way higher, even though it's less days, more rest, all these things, because mm-hmm. I have a goal of why I'm doing it. And yeah. that changes the whole reason why um, uh, my discipline or how my discipline looks. And then me actually mentally connecting to my discipline. Yeah. I mean, two things. Before, when you, if you want to get in shape and you're starting out the new year, don't buy a gym membership. Invest your money in someone who's going to guide you through the process first. And then if they tell you to get gym membership, you get the gym membership. I'll tell you what, it's going to be more beneficial for you to drop the money on a coach, a trainer, whatever it is, than it is going to be on a gym membership, which you have no idea what to do to get in there, how to get in shape. Because you're probably going to go in there and you're going to run on the treadmill, you're going to lift some weights, and you're going to burn out in like that first month, yeah. month's time. If you have someone who guides you through the process, just like in anything else, you would you would pay someone to help you start up a business, right? Like you, you, you don't want that thing to fail right off the get-go. So why would you not pay to help someone through like a, a fitness process, right? Get you leaner, whatever, whatever body you're trying to get. Next thing, like just to relate, to relate to that guy, when, when did you talk about how you like you were like feeling in your check-in, right? We were just, we were just talking about like, oh, I should be at this point here um, by this time, you know, I just, cause you have these high expectations of yeah. yourself um, by that period of time. I think that would be a very, very relatable thing. Yeah. Well, I made a video on it. If you guys want to watch that, it's on YouTube. It shows like my first five, my five week check-in. Um, but my first update, but like my expectation was like, Hey, I'm putting in all this work. I should be at this point by this time. But what Austin did is he's, you know, he's a coach. He's someone that's like guiding me through it. And he's like, no, Hey, you're doing everything you need to do and puts it into perspective for me. Hey, you've only actually been doing this. It's been five weeks, but you've only been actually doing this portion of the plan for three weeks. And then he goes and gets the the side-by-side photos and puts them in front of me. And I'm like, Oh shoot, my, my waist is smaller. My my back is wider. Like, um, that's the whole point of having like what he's saying, have a coach, somebody that can guide you through it so that they make you aware of the changes that you're making and whether they're good or whether they're bad or whether you need to, like you said, get a gym membership, tweak, adjust all these things. Um, having someone discipline and guide you to further that thought when someone does a martial arts, it's called, hey, when someone says, hey, like, what martial arts are you in? They always say, hey, what what uh, martial art are you disciplined in? Meaning it's something that you learned or you've practiced or somebody taught you and walked you through it. You can't just wake up one day and say, hey, my discipline is jujitsu and I'm a triple black belt. No, somebody taught you and critiqued you and adjusted what you did and tested you and helped you build that discipline. So now you can say, hey, I'm disciplined in jujitsu. I'm a triple black belt. I don't know what belts they have, but triple black star, whatever it is. No, I but think they go from uh, degrees, first oh, degree, second yeah, degree, first degree. third degree. Yeah, so yeah. you you get there because you, you're you disciplined in the practice of something. Um, and so now I'm learning. Like this is why I said, like, so when I'm done with this bodybuilding um, phase of my life, um, it's probably something that I'll, I'll continue to do. I'll still have the bodybuilding mindset and what I do, but I'm going to go back to doing strength training, um, powerlifting training, and a little bit athletic stuff because you know athleticism is in me. I love doing that, but I'll incorporate all of it while doing the same thing because uh, I don't know the results from bodybuilding is this equal to if you're someone trying to raise your vertical and you're doing specific your vertical jump, 
and you're doing specific movements to get that vertical and you go from like only jumping six inches off the ground to jumping a foot off the ground, you're like, ooh, I want to continue to do this because being able to get in the air like that, if you're someone that hasn't done it before, it's it's amazing to be able to jump high. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you want to continue to do. And the results you get from bodybuilding are very similar to where it's like, oh, wow, like this is changing. Um, I would do two to three arm movements for uh, triceps and biceps. Austin has me only doing one, but he has me doing it in a way that I get more results than doing two to three. And um, like I, I realized I don't have to put in as much, I don't have to put in as many reps as long as my quality of the reps is better. And so like this is a discipline that I'm learning that someone has had to teach me even even though I've been lifting for, how old is Riley? 16? 16. 16. So I've been truly yeah. lifting for 16 years and um, I haven't, I never learned this stuff. Imagine, man, imagine if I had learned this discipline 16 years ago, I'd be a freaking beast right now. Well, I'm saying like you'd have that, <laughs> then you'd have your powerlifting too and all your athletic stuff too Yeah, in the background. But it's like, I think it's just not even like knowing that specifically, it's the ability to utilize it. Mm. You know, like you may know it, but you can utilize it when you need to. So you wouldn't have to do, let's say you didn't want to do bodybuilding. Like you're like, I don't need to work on hypertrophy so much. Well, now you can work on the nutrition aspect and do powerlifting stuff. Mm. Like you have to lose weight for a competition. You already know what to do exactly. Mm. Like this was my base diet for bodybuilding. Maybe my base diet for powerlifting is is in a few hundred calories of this one. Mm. Austin said something to me earlier um, about being disciplined, that everybody is disciplined in something. So anybody that's listening right now, you are absolutely disciplined at something. Somebody, Some people are disciplined at eating Oreo cookies, they're disciplined at two o'clock every day. Like I go into the pantry, I get a sleeve of Oreos and I eat the sleeve of Oreos. Or, um, you know, maybe you like to garden or something like that and you're just consistently out there pulling weeds. Mm-hmm. You are disciplined at keeping your garden bed clean. So everyone can has a discipline. It's just learning a new type of discipline and having the right coach, whether it be YouTube, whether it be an actual live coach, um, or a book, but you have something guiding you and teaching you in order to learn the new discipline. I know how to do a lot of things. Like there's tons of like pretty much anything. If someone's doing it, I can at least hang with whatever they're doing. So uh, let's play foosball. Okay. I know how to play foosball, pool. I know how to play pool, ping pong, volleyball, football, baseball, basketball, darts, like every type of like hand-eye coordination type of thing, because I've learned all those things. And I've like, I was never scared. I think fear is a big part about discipline too. Like, ooh, what if I actually do what I say I'm going to do? Mm. That scares people. Yeah. And like, oh, well, what life do I have to live? What do I have to give up to be disciplined? I'll tell you this much. A lot of people that I know that that aren't disciplined in fitness specifically, they, they're like, oh, man, getting up out of bed was really hard this today. I think we talked yeah. about this before. Tying my shoe <laughs> was difficult. It's heavy, man. Yeah, I guarantee <laughs> you, like, you, you will... Um, have more gratitude for the discipline of fitness than probably almost any other discipline that, that's out there. I think it translates to everything. You have to use your body no matter what. Yeah. We, we we aren't in a, uh, what do you call it? An Vacuum? artificial, or not, <laughs> an artificial, artificial world yet. Right. Yeah. Like you, you're still in the real world right now. And maybe, maybe we, when we get more advanced and, and you get more immersive into the uh, internet, then, uh, then you don't have to worry about it. But what's uh, that movie? Uh, Play, ready player one already oh, player I, one. I think of uh sword art online that kind of stuff like the animes <laughs> oh, okay. but it's kind of it's basically the same thing you you, you basically feel touch that was the same thing huh smell yeah <laughs> see all this stuff that's you know in the virtual world that you wouldn't 
well, you could see in the real world, but um, we're not at that point yet. <laughs> that no. would be cool, though. Oh, actually, I, I mean, it's there. I mean, dude, how many people do you think this is a tangent? But how many people do you think would give up their real life for something like that? Mm, I wouldn't be one of those people. I like real but life. I just mean like, but not you. I'm talking about general populace. People are just like, oh, I hate my life. It's miserable. And they escape into video games, drugs, alcohol, that kind of thing. It's the same thing. It's escapism yeah. from the real world to live in this fake world. Yeah, right? I think there's a, I think there's a lot of people. I think I wouldn't say 50% of people, but I'd say there's a lot of younger people that yeah. are under 30 that they would be like, I don't want real life. If I could just do everything for my, like, with the headset on and, like, do all the stuff in the real yeah. world from here. They would do it. I mean, I don't see why somebody like, let's say somebody is a business analyst or an accountant or something like that. Why you can't show up to somebody else with virtual goggles on and meet them in a virtual world and give them the information they need to yeah. know without ever leaving, you know, your living room or rather leaving. Yeah, I your, think that's fine to be able to yeah. do that. That's I mean, that does get rid of like to a degree. It's fine. Like it's as long as you get how, the work done. Yeah, I you still get that interpersonal relationship. It's still like. I think at that point you would be able to talk to people still like you would talk in person. Like you get that interpersonal um, um, conversation going mm -hmm. that, you know, people have, there's, there's um, degrees of talking, right? You have texting, you have phone calls, you have in-person stuff. You still get the skills of talking to people in person by doing that, way, even though it's on the web. Um, but I think the, where the problem lies is if you just spend your whole life on there and your body starts degrading. Oh yeah. That's the issue. Cause you, and again, this goes back to, even if we were in a virtual world, fitness is is mandatory. Yeah. Like you have to take care of it. Well, your body, your body's gonna adapt to what you do with it. So you have to prepare it for for the world itself. You have to make it a little bit stronger to go about the day. So if you don't do that, you know, things become much harder for you. Like you would think if you use your body less, then it has more energy to do things, but that's completely not true yeah. because it's not being um, prepared for what it has to do on a daily basis. Yeah, it's kind of like um, maybe like a car that just sits somewhere for a long time and doesn't get used. It's not getting oiled. It's not getting, you know, cleaned. You go to start it up and it, it's just not going to start on you after yeah. a while. Like a battery diet, bat the batteries die in cars that you just don't start up every week, right? Yeah. And so I think for us, it's kind of like the same thing. If you don't keep it moving, like you hear stories about guys that retire like in their old age and then they don't have anything to do. They don't find any hobbies and they just die Yeah, because... One, they're not like challenging their mind anymore, and then they're not physically challenging themselves. So that so their mind and their body just is like, okay, I'm, well, I guess I guess we're done, like because you're not putting it to use. Crazy, yeah, that's it's kind of it is crazy. It is really crazy to think about what what can happen in the new future. Now, I mean, they might have a point where uh, you won't even need your body anymore. <laughs> yeah, potentially, and that's actually kind of scary. Um, but I think. Back to discipline, just to finish off on that. You could think of disciplines as habits, basically. Um, you build the habit, you can build discipline. It's the same kind of concept. You're doing the same thing every day, um, whether it be, be like for the good or for the bad, it's it's under the same category. Yeah, I think um, one final thought on it is that if you think that you can do something, you can do, you can do it. You yeah. might not be able to do it great, but you can do it. Yeah. And then eventually you can get great at it, but everything's going to start really slow. Um, if you're either a slow learner or um, a slow perfecter, but you'll get there. And then if you think you can't do it, then you can't do it because yeah. you're going to feed into that and you're going to, you're going to tell your body you and tell your mind, Oh, we can't do this again. I go back to Corbin 
um, playing basketball for a long time, shooting the ball. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he, he didn't, he didn't get better. And then just yesterday it clicked. He's like, I can do this. And then it was funny. I remember, well, as, as he was growing and you guys would visit, um, he would say that all the time. I can't do that. He, he has that, uh, pessimistic kind of thing. Yeah. But slowly changing that. Yeah. Yesterday was like a, a whole like light, you know, a whole different light where he's like, Oh, I can do this. He actually came home, uh, from weight room. I think this last week he's like, dad, I did a PR and squat. I was like, Oh, what'd you do? He's like, I did two thirty fives for four. And I was like, that's good. Yes. I understand that Kinsley can do the same with 165 pounds and he was doing, you know, 115, but still like, um, still good. It's progress for him. Yeah. You know? But he was realizing I can do things if I apply myself. I mean, another thing, like we talked to Tristan about, it's like, just, just don't think about it and just do it. You know, mm. like for, for a lot of things, it's just about not thinking and just doing, I think we get wrapped up in thinking too much where the thinking stalls you, yeah. uh, you know, you know, it, it's very strange. Like a lot of these, I don't want to say dweebs, but Reddit people, those, those type of guys, they're like, Oh, we're just, we're super smart thinkers that they're those type of people. Right. I think about everything, you know, I have all this time and they're not actual doers. So yeah. they comment on a lot of stuff. Well, this wouldn't work out because of this. Well, mm. you don't want to be that type of person. You want to be the person who's actually doing it and figure a way around it. Even if it doesn't work, at least you figured out it doesn't work. And you can do it another way. It's the same kind of process when building a discipline. It's like, well, maybe you can't do it that way, but you can do it somehow, you know? Yeah. Okay. So to recap on um, a couple points, I think the first point in being disciplined is uh, know what your goal is. Have a short-term goal of what you want to accomplish in a short time, like what's feasible and what's, what's, what's possible. And then have somebody that's coaching you give you, I kind of work up like a long-term goal, whether it be like getting a job, getting a career, uh, working out, like all that stuff, that should be, there should be disciplines to get there. Um, second thing is you got to have, a, uh, I think we said a coach. I don't know if that's the second thing, but yes, have a coach or someone, a mentor yeah. to get you there. Uh, third thing, have a plan, an actual plan to do it. So you have your goal, a mentor to help you do it and a plan. And then finally, I think, man, just have the mentality that you can do it. Um, don't think, just do. Yeah, just just do it. Yeah. See, it comes back to it. It comes right back to it. Just do it. <laughs> just have more discipline. <laughs> yeah, just have more discipline. All right, y'all. Thank you so so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for um, listening. Hopefully, some part of that helped you guys learn how to be more disciplined. And if Austin specifically can can coach you uh, with fitness, he is he's always available. Uh, and we'll, his uh, Instagram will be at the end of this this video. And then if um, you just want like life coaching or, you know, somebody to help you out with things that you've heard us talk about and you just want advice, like we're, we're open to giving it. Hey, if you mess up your life because you take our advice, as a disclaimer, that's not my fault. You did, <laughs> you did it wrong. But I would tell you this much that um, we do have a lot of um, wisdom from, from messing up. So I, I encourage you to do and to mess up and to learn. And that's how you get better. I mean, yeah. from failure, you, you don't, don't be afraid to mess up. Yeah. You don't learn from, no one learns anything from success. You learn very little from success. You learn how to adjust and be adapt and become better because you fail, not because you, because you win. Yeah. You know, that thing about reward systems, like, oh, you, you, you tend to do a certain thing because you're rewarded with it. I think people learn better by failure. Like you know not to touch a fire anymore because you burn yourself, right? Fear is the ultimate motivator, I think. Oh yeah. It's like when you, if you're a sports team and you win every single game, 
you don't learn anything new yeah. because you're just you're like, oh, just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. You don't adjust. You don't, you don't get better. You just do the same thing until you finally, it's like, I don't know whether it's like the mighty ducks where they were beating every team. And all of a sudden yeah, they yeah, played yeah. the Iceland team and the Iceland team does these new things. Yeah. And they're like, oh man, what, like what's going on? We're not as good as we thought. Yeah. You're not. Cause you've been doing the same thing. And now you've, you've hit a wall where you need to adjust. Mm -hmm. So like, man, just realize that through the, this journey of <laughs> discipline and anything, like I want to be more disciplined with getting up on time. Well then set your alarm. If you always hit your button twice and snooze it twice, we'll set it two snoozes earlier to or get throw it across the room. Yeah. But you have to get up. You had to change things. You can't keep doing the same thing and become somebody different. You had to do something different to become something different. And on that, thank you for watching and we will see you guys in the next video. Bye.